All right, everybody, what is going on? This episode 683 of the First and Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, we're talking about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. But no Georgia Southern today. We're going to get to that. The game against James Madison, we're definitely going to talk about that in the next couple of days. But I want to talk about this player who actually stepped up and played really good that nobody really talked about. Now, I was doing a segment of the shows back every Monday called Stock Up and Stock Down. Haven't been re- re- haven't been able to do that because I kind of got away from it. That's my apologies. But definitely this guy's stock would be up if we were, um, you know, doing that segment on every Monday. And we're going to talk about Storm Norton. Who is Storm Norton? I personally think this is Desmond Ritter's new friend because he kept Desmond Ritter upright throughout his uh, great 320-yard uh, passing game against the Texans. Uh, I'm going to have some clips. I'm not going to show the clips in the episode for you guys on YouTube and Rumble. I will leave the link down in the description so you can check that out because I don't know how, you know, YouTube or Rumble does with NFL footage. I know they're kind of iffy about it. So I'm going to put the link down in the description for someone on Twitter who has it up so you can watch what Storm Norton has done to keep protection for uh, Desmond Ritter throughout the game against the Texans, which I, I didn't really think about it. But it made a huge difference in the way that Desmond Ritter played compared to earlier this year where that right side was just abysmal. So I've said enough about that. So if this is your first time here, welcome. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. I can be found on Twitter or X at VF Baller. And the website is firstinframerates.com. All right, let's, let's just go ahead and get into this. Storm Norton. Who is he? Where did he come from? Well, he's a six foot seven, three hundred and seventeen pound offensive tackle out of Toledo, Ohio. Played at Toledo, um, went to high school at Whitmer in Toledo, Ohio. So he's Toledo, Ohio, all the way through and through. Was um, went came through as an undrafted free agent with the Lions, jumped to the Cardinals, spent two years with the Vikings, spent the year with the Los Angeles Wildcats. Uh, I. Don't know what team is that. I don't think that's XFL, is it? Yeah, it's XFL. XFL, Los Angeles Wildcats. Then he went to Los Angeles Chargers for two years. Then he went to the New Orleans Saints this present season, and we picked him up off the practice squad, for, and he was plugged in right away when Col- uh, when Caleb McGarry went down. And uh, this is uh, really, really interesting because of the fact that you plug and play a guy, and he performs at a high level. Albeit it was against the Texans, I think he went up against uh, um, Anderson, the, the rookie out of uh, uh, Alabama. But nevertheless, he played very well. He played 32 games, started 18, was plugged into the game against the Texans. And like I said, all that information that you're going that that you want to see how well he played, that link will be down in the description if you want to watch the clips that he played when he was in the game. He looked very very good. I don't know if that's going to carry over. Because you got a big test going up against the commanders with a lot of pass rushers. But as of right now, I think he performed way better than McGarry did any time this season. And it doesn't take nothing away from McGarry because he is, he, well, I ain't going to say this season, but overall, he's a solid right tackle. I mean, we, re, we, we re-signed him. And sometimes when you re-sign a player, you don't get the, you know, get the results and, you know, that you paid for. Sometimes guys work for the check. Not saying that McGarry is doing this. You work for that check, you get that contract extension, and all of a sudden 
you uh disappear. I mean, look at Jadavian Clowney. I'm I'm sorry, I like the dude, but I've seen it on too many occasions where he basically just wanted the money and then he got the money and then he disappears. Because look, this guy, and I don't want to go too far with this. I believe Jadavian Clowney should have been one of the top pass rushers in the league for the last five, six, seven years. I think he's been in the league that long. I don't know. But as long as he's been in the league, he should have been the top passer. I mean, this dude was an absolute monster. I don't know what happened. Injuries, laziness, I don't know. But the dude was, he was that guy. And I don't even like the, uh, the South Carolina Gamecocks. But I, I have to give it to him. He was that dude. Nevertheless, Thorne Norton, I mean, like I said, Caleb McGarry, I don't know if his injuries, because he did get injured in this game, but he just did not live up to what he did last year when he was a top rushing attack. One thing about Norton, he's a damn good pass uh, protector, and he protect Desmond Ritter. I don't think Desmond Ritter was sacked one time in the game. I could be wrong. But that entire right side was a lockdown. With him and Lindstrom, they uh, they locked that down. I think Lindstrom's right guard. I think he was. I I, I can't remember. But, you know, I don't, I don't know much anything at times. I'll be on goal, so I, I things just slipped my mind. But that side was on lock. Nothing came through that side. And what we've seen against uh, the Lions, what we've seen against the Jaguars, none of that stuff happened. I mean, he, he was there. And uh, I believe that if he can build off this, just like um, Desmond Ritter, if he can build off the, his game from the week before, you, you're probably going to have a pretty solid outing for the offensive line. We'll probably see more passing. With Van Jefferson coming in, you're probably going to see more passing, the more prolific passing. This helps Desmond Ritter a lot because – like I said, Desmond Ritter, to me, it felt like he's going to be an above-average quarterback. But if he gets the protection like this and he can throw the ball like he did this past week, we're probably going to be looking at way better than above-average. So this is really, really good to find somebody from, you know, the practice squad that was, you know, kind of like a, a guy that's trying to find his way throughout the league. And you found a guy that had one good game, you know, and, and really it was a game that the Falcons needed. Um, where does it, what 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 happens from here? Does he get better or does he solidify that side? Does he? I mean, because from what I see, it looks like not too many teams gave him a chance. I don't think he was necessarily bad. It just seemed like he was he wasn't given a, he wasn't given a, like a really big chance. You look at this here. I'm going to um we're going to talk about the Storm Norton and t- let you know who he is before we get out of here. Uh, based on Wikipedia, we're going to read it here. Norton was signed with the Detroit Lions as an undrafted free agent. He was waived. He was drafted. Oh, he was signed as undrafted May 12th, but he was waived September 17th. I mean, yeah, September 2nd, September uh, 2017. Signed. Then he was signed with the Lions practice squad the next day. Promoted to the active roster seven days later on September 9th. Then was waived two days later. Then re-signed to the practice squad. What, what, what the hell the Lions are doing? Then he was released on September 25th, 2017. Then he was resigned a month later. Then he was released a few days later. So I, I don't know what the Lions were doing, and I feel sorry for this guy to have to go through that. That's crazy. Okay, so then he went to Arizona. November 6, 2017, he was signed to Arizona. And a month later, November 30th, he was released. Um, and then he went to the Vikings December 12, 2017. Signed to the practice squad. Then he was released January 16, 2018. So he's there for about a little bit over a month. Then he was signed to reserve a future contract with the Vikings January 29th. Released, uh, he was waived on the September 1st. 
then promoted on October 27th, then was waived again November 13th. This is all in 2018. Then he was signed to a future contract on September 2nd, 2019. Then August 31st, 2019, he was waived by the Vikings. This is insane. I mean, just think about it, man. Going through the motions of an NFL player, this is wild. But it looks like he never had a chance to play. This is the thing. He never had a chance to play. He was selected first overall in the second phase of the Los Angeles Wildcats 2020 NFL Draft. Pro Football Focus named Norton as the highest-rated offensive lineman during the COVID-19 pandemic shortened the NFL season. His contract was terminated when the league suspended operations, so that was none of his fault, but he was rated the highest offensive lineman in the XFL. So once that was over, April 10th, he was signed with the Chargers four days later, uh, April 14, 2020. Didn't hear from him anymore after that. He was there. Then the New Orleans Saints signed a one. He signed a one-year contract with the Saints March 16, 2023. He was released August 29th. 2023 and re-signed to the practice squad. Then the Atlanta Falcons picked him up off the Saints practice squad in September 26. And then now here he is uh now playing with the Falcons. Yeah, look, I I'm not gonna say that all these teams got it wrong. The you know, the Lions, Cardinals, Vikings. I think the Wildcats got it right because they they let them play. The Los Angeles Chargers, the Saints. I'm not saying that they got this, got him wrong because I don't know. Maybe it was just something there. All these teams can't be wrong. I would want to think that. But this looks like a case that they got it wrong. You know, they, it, it looks like they, all these teams got it wrong. It looked like Atlanta got a gem out of uh, they 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 got a hidden gem with with Storm Norton, and this is actually really really cool because this guy did not get a chance to play for six years. He was, he was, I mean, he was in and out of practice squad. I mean, this is, this is a, you know, honestly, this is a guy I would want to sit down and let him tell his story. I would like to know his whole journey from the Lions to the Falcons right now and where he plans on going from here because they, it looks like they just, he, this is an incredible story. This really is because it looks like they just passed over him and they missed out on some talent. Now, like I said, this is only one game. I don't know. But from what I see, this is a really good, this is a, this could be a really feel-good story, especially if he ends up beating out McGarry and plays for the rest of the season. I think this is something that people nearly need to go and interview this guy because this is one hell of a, this is one hell of a story. I, I can't lie. I mean, you go through four five, six, six teams before you find a landing spot and actually get a chance to play. And now people are looking at you like, all right, you're, you're, you're out playing, uh, you're, you're out playing the right tackle that was signed a good bit of money. And could you keep this up? I would like to see how you're doing the run blocking scheme. I would like, how I, I want to see you, you know, make some room for, you know, Cordell Patterson, Tyler Algier and B. John Robinson, make some room for those guys and see if they can run, in between the tackles because you're there. Because I've seen what you could do pass rest-wise, and it looked pretty good, but you're about to go up against some hogs, no pun intended, when you talk about the Washington Commanders. You know, they used to be called the hogs at one time. So this is a really, really cool story if, you know, 
about where he got, where he came from, and, and where he's at now. I mean, from the day he was signed on May 12, 2017, up until now, I mean, you know, he has a really good story. Let me know what you guys think. I find this really fascinating at this point. I, I really want to know more about him. If you like this commentary, the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Let me know what you guys think about um, Storm Norton, you know, right tackle, number 77 for the Atlanta Falcons. Played pretty well against the Texans. I know it's just one game, but it's this is a, he, he seems like he's a really interesting guy. So I want to see what your thoughts are. I could be found on YouTube and Rumble, also Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. I appreciate you if you hit that like button and if you're sharing this podcast. And if you haven't subscribed already, I really, really appreciate it. All right, y'all, let me get out of here. You guys enjoy the rest of your uh, evening. I'll see you guys on the next one. Y'all take it easy and y'all be blessed. Peace.